Welcome to Pokeban. I want to welcome everybody this evening to the Ban Arbitrage Network. We're here with our friends and our resources to be able to bring you more of what you love the most. Pokemon Finance. And we're talking with our resources tonight about Pokemon Finance. I want to welcome Aloro and Truck Stop and Bacon. They're all here to bring their wisdom on the Pokemon craze that's sweeping the world. So I want to thank you guys for coming. Uh, Bacon, how are you doing this evening? I am awake at uh, what, 1 a.m. in the morning, my time, fitting into your schedule. But no, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And Aloro, how are you doing? Is there anything interesting going on in your world right now? Uh, my wife is putting my, my kid down right now without me, so she's not very happy with me. So. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Truck Stop, how are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Just constantly paying for truck repairs because, you know, that, 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 that's what I do now. Well, that's the life of an independent trucker, isn't it? Yeah. It's okay. Only, only about $8,000 over the last three months. That's not bad. No. That actually sounds pretty good. What are you getting repaired right now? Uh, I have to I have to take the truck and trailer in for an alignment and a new steer tire because someone sold me a bad out-of-round tire, which means there's no amount of weight you could put on it that can fix it. And it's just got, it's like rocks, makes the whole truck jump. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. I bet that threw off your whole steering, too. Busted my steering shaft U-joints. Oh, that's no fun at all. Did you get a hold of them that, that sold you the tire? I, c- I couldn't remember who it was. It was some little tiny place up in the middle of nowhere because I ended up with a bad a bad uh, bald spot on one that I had. Something something else was going on. So I just went to this little tiny place and yeah, it, it is what it is. And I'll just get a new tire from a place that I know. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, though. I have been working on house repairs, getting my house ready, and I just cleaned five gallons of water up off my bathroom floor, thinking that I could turn off the pressure to the radiator and get it to stop pushing water through. And uh, that didn't help. So I have no idea where the pressure's coming from, but I got it all back hooked up, and I just got to repair the wall now where I accidentally hit it with the radiator. It's great. <laughs> Lovely. Yes, but we're not here to talk about my water problems. We're here to talk about Pokemon, and the overarching topic is what's happening in the world of Pokemon. I have been seeing videos of Walmarts and Targets with really knockdown drag-out fights going on. Is is that what's going on with uh, with Pokemon right now? It, it was, although that might have been last was, week. Even That was though. sports <laughs> cards related. <laughs> it is true. I even uh, I posted against the the publisher that actually did the big um the big write-up on it and i had quite a few quite a few people like and comment against my comment because i just stated for the fact that it was this look you can see the pokemon card on the shelf they're still there they're just grabbing armfuls of sport boxes yeah i'm i'm just i'm watching that and and thinking to myself that's that's pretty unbelievable right now so what are you guys finding that's happening in the world of pokemon well uh the the first thing is that target is actually allowing Pokemon cards to be sold in stores again, which is uh, obviously, you know, after their ban on them, which was very short-lived because of said fights, and I think there was a specific incident where, you know, somebody actually got stabbed or something like that is, you know, it's good to hear for the hobby, but in general, we just have a lot going on in the market with several different products that will talk about tonight and just hear what everyone's opinions on them are what do you think bacon what's what's going on in the world of pokemon there's two fronts at the moment uh 
everyone is still uh, thinking that we're in some kind of a down market and they're all trying to get out of their positions. And then you've got everyone else who was in the market before it exploded who is just trying to buy everything they can get their hands on. It's, um, yeah, it's, I think it's just, it's a really good time for those who are in the business to excel and those who just came in for the quick butt are all just uh, trying to find very quick exits. Yeah, and Truck Stop, you you always have a strong opinion about Pokemon. What are your thoughts? I I, I think what Bacon said is a hundred percent correct. If you look on eBay at the the prices that things were selling for even thirty days ago versus what they're selling for now, they're basically retail. And right now is a is a good time on a lot of the special sets like the ETBs, like like Shiny Fates is is one of them, where you can get them at almost MSRP, like the same price you can go and get them for at Walmart. It's 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 kind of it's kind of nuts, but the people who stick it out and grab those and you know, just put them away until I dries up, you're going to be very very well rewarded. There's actually a great example of that over here at the moment. Um, as you probably saw the pictures in the Discord, I kept opening those uh, Charizard GXs from Hidden Fates, and it's only because we've just got a massive surplus of them in our local uh, kids' game stores. Six mm-hmm. months ago, I think I bought two cases of those tins, and it was the worst decision I made by just cracking every single one of them because I think they're about twenty-two to twenty-five euro here, and they were selling on the secondary market towards sixty. But now they've actually slowed right back down to thirty-five, forty euro, depending on if it's Charizard or not. So you're, it's actually just better off just going to the stores and buying them for 25 euro and just cracking them in your house and listing the singles the singles really haven't moved too far on hidden fates i think that with that especially anybody or the majority of people that are buying that sealed is they're either just a complete casual who is never gonna sell their cards so they're not entering the market or they're the people who are just hoarding for five plus years like it's not you're one of the few that are actually cracking and selling the singles, especially in the European market. That kind of alludes to a strategy change and kind of alludes to to maybe something something different needs to happen. Now, before it used to be that you could just buy things at MSRP from whichever shop you could you could go to and then resell the the sealed stuff. But you're saying that that the strategy may have changed uh, just because of how much sealed product is on the market now. Only changing on very specific products, um, like for example, uh, Battle Styles is a great one to just buy and crack, even though it's a horrible product to open, uh, the pull rates are all over the place, it's just so cheap right now. Uh, I think I saw a wall of them on TCG, it's $77 each, which is actually below uh, wholesale, so I, I think they're just taking a loss. Well, those Seven- are gone in about five minutes, so... Oh, fair enough. Okay. So, what what is the strategy shift now? Is I, from what I'm hearing is that we have to be more proactive in, in following the market and be a little bit more proactive in determining when to crack and when to hold. Is, is that is that the shift that we're seeing, that we have to be a little bit smarter with, with opening and, and holding? I think the free money market has gone. So the last eight months of just jump into Pokemon, whatever you, whatever you want to buy, you're going to make money from it. So it, it's no longer easy mode. Okay. So just to follow up on Bacon's point there, uh, I was actually listening to Collect and Spec. Shout out to Zakiel and Wolf in our Discord. And basically what they were talking about is with this market shift, you really need to make better plays. So you need to be more understanding of the market, first of all. And then you obviously need to just completely hold off if you're not comfortable investing money and potentially waiting for a year plus. And 
you know, you really need to be a lot more, what's the right way to put it? Um, Savvy. Yeah, basically savvy. So you need to realize that if you're not comfortable, your money not immediately 5Xing in a week or a month, then you probably just shouldn't buy the products. You really need to scout out specifically, hey, I think this product, even though the market is in a downturn, can do very well, even in six months or less. Like That's when you need to realize, okay, I will spend my money on that, but if you're not going to be comfortable and you're going to have what people are calling now the paper hands, like just just don't even buy. Don't waste your money. Like save it, and then if there is a product that you feel is good to invest in, then you invest. But if you're not confident, 100%, I just would say don't do it. So you really need to be more um, savvy with which products you buy rather than just everything under the sun as it was previously. Yeah, the the guys over at uh, Pokemonomics said a similar line yes. to that. They they yep. said um, that the the best way to make money on Pokemon right now is to not buy anything. Yep. Wow. It's just purely because you will get better opportunities. Like this is the beginning of the down market. Things are going to get crazy over the next few months when people have officially ran out of their free money and they're sitting on massive PSA and CGC and BGS slab returns and there's just no buyers. The buyers exist, just not at the rate that they want them to be or at the price point they're looking for. And all the all the slabs that I'm getting back, I'm excited to start holding on to even my nines and anything under that I'll just throw up on eBay. Anything nine and above, I'm just going to hold on to probably at least a year to until prices start going up because prices have fallen enough where when you figure the new grading costs, uh, even at CGC, at $15 on bulk, I mean, you, you basically have to be able to sell it for $30 if you screw up and get an 8.5 just to break even on, on your on all your costs. I've definitely noticed that the um, the raw game hasn't changed. It's it's been the same from day one. If anything, I'm I'm finding I'm having more sales of raw product in the last two months because there is just more raw product available on the market, mainly from the modern era. I'm not really playing around with a lot of vintage raw at the moment. I've got a few pieces here and there, but it's much slower and it's an awful experience when you're trying to sell something as near mint and people are challenging everything on the card. Yeah, that that just it baffles me you know it's it's a completely different game than what i'm used to you know being able to to pick up a magic card and be able to grade it you know effectively for play you know that's that's pretty easy but when you get into the minuscule details like truck has talked about in the past you know it's a completely different game with pokemon and i i'm not confident to be able to do that for individual singles so is it just safer to to list everything as light play and and call it good or what are your thoughts you can list as light play and you are generally safe. But the problem is, is there's not a big market to buy light play cards. Hmm. Unless they're like true collectors, binder collectors, people that just want them. But the majority that was being driven with this breakout of the past eight, nine months is the, the near mint, mint PSA 10. That, that's that's what they're chasing. So yeah, you, you can advertise, advertise light play. And like, I do as well. I've got a bunch of stuff. Light play, good, damaged as well. And they do move eventually. But the, the bull market is definitely on near mint. Makes things really interesting going forward from here. And so when you talk about, you know, cracking and listing cards, you're hoping that you list everything as near mint. You're hoping that people will buy it as such and then decide if they're going to grade it from there. But that's really set dependent. So let's talk a little bit about some of those sets over the last few months that that really have seen a market crash. We're talking about like Shining Fates. What's what's going on with Shining Fates? That was a huge moneymaker for me for the few months that I had it. What are your thoughts? 
Well, so to start off with Shining Fates, everything was pretty much double MSRP, if not a little higher upon release and for a week or two. So even just like the premium collections and the ETBs were going for like 100-ish each. And those are basically now exactly MSRP. So Mm. those are, you know, you can't, and especially with the premium collections, they're a pain to ship. They're not easy to ship. So you're probably losing $10, if not more, if you try to resell it. And, you know, at this point, I have, and I posted a picture in the Discord earlier this week. I mean, I just have a big stack of them. And they're just, unfortunately, at this point, I, I mean, I'm not, gonna lose money right now so i'm just gonna hold them i i don't really mind at this point and i know that pokemon will reprint them just like the champion's path but i don't think it will be as bad because they are just pumping out more products they're pumping out uh, additional vivid voltage they're pumping out more battle styles waves they're obviously have chilling rain coming and then especially with the 25th anniversary coming in October, like, I, I mean, sure, they'll probably print another wave of them, but uh, I'm comfortable waiting until next year at some point to and just see what the market is. And if it if I don't see a sign of recovering, I'll probably just crack them just for fun. Huh, just unbelievable. Uh, Truck, are you still holding a lot of Shining Fates right now? Um, just a couple cases. I've, I've been buying them. I've been doing bids on eBay where I was doing on full cases, I bid five fifty, and you know, with if they, if they're free shipping, and I don't go a penny over that. If I lose, I lose. If I win, I win. I I won four out of the last forty that I bid on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not interested in paying more than fifty five dollars a box right now. Wow. But I'm, I mean, I'm planning on holding them, and I, I do believe that they're going to. It might take a year. It may take longer. Who knows what the way people are opening stuff, and you know, maybe wallet fatigue, or maybe it's just that everyone wants to get out and do stuff now that if you got your vaccine, you can not wear your mask and just do whatever the heck you want. So maybe people just don't want to sit inside and play card games or whatever, so they're not cracking packed or getting all excited about it. But yeah, I was talking I, about I, I, think, I, I was talking about that trend with Wolf last week about how how summer just kind of brings on a new perspective of people, you know, doing things differently. And this seems to be one of those things where. You know, a lot of people are just, they're ready to be outside. They're ready to go do stuff. And so are we going to see that downplay in the market? I, I think we are. The interesting thing with that, and yeah. a lot of people just uh, are not really putting this as, as a focal point at the moment, but we are in the natural cycle of the down point of the year for all collectibles. And people are trying to find every other reason apart from the fact that it's the summer and it is a slow time to blame it. So whether it's the bubble bursting, whether there's people coming out of lockdown and they're wanting to spend their money elsewhere, like this is always a quiet time. And it will it will get better. Uh, Shining Fates has been insane in Europe for um, allocation it's there's just literally a tsunami of it over here. You you can't go anywhere without finding it, and the prices are just so low on all the sealed product. I think what Charlie had hundred he had a hundred and seventy cases turn up. Wow! I think I think we saw the picture yeah. in the Discord. He just had them piled on top of each other. He asked for two thousand boxes, and he got two thousand boxes. Wow! Wow! It's a different story in the states. Like I've talked to some of the distros over there, and they're asking me, "Do you want?" Because in the past, I've gone to them, and they've sent me Champions Path, Hidden Fates, because I've always bought them to sell over here at a premium. And so they're con- contacting me saying, uh, "Do you need any shiny fates? We've got them here for a hundred and." Well, they are, but is it, is it between eighty to hundred for the ETB? I can't remember what the price what, for ETB is. Shining Fates. Yeah, right. Where is now? it? Yeah, no, in it's the states, like fifty basically. Oh, it's gone even lower. Oh, okay, 
It's like 60, 65 on TCG, but it's much lower on Facebook, etc. Oh, sorry, no, I was referring to Hidden Fates. I had people trying oh. to sell me Hidden Fates, which is, uh, that, that, that one's around 150, isn't it, oh. in the States? Uh, a little lower, I believe. I think it's 120-ish. Give me a second. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's something like that, but oh. over here at the oh, moment. You're, you're right, it is 150 on TCG, but they move yeah. really quickly, 110, 120 on Facebook. But uh, over here, you can get them for 90 euro, um, and you can just walk into a Smith store and get them for 70 euro. They are so dirt cheap, because I think we received the bigger allocation of that huge wave that came out. That's why we've got so many tins on the market, and everything everything Hidden Fate's sealed product is just tanking. Good time oh, to pick it up. Yeah, great time yeah. to pick it up, but then I'm horrible, because I buy things like that, and I just open them. Well, if you can pull Charizards day after day, it's fine. <laughs> I got I got another case here. I can go for number three, three in three weeks. Oh my goodness! And here uh, I thought here I thought I was like going I bought deep. The of the like the the equivalent of like a chilling rain from the Japanese stuff that I got from Kanto, and I'm still in the middle of cracking both the cases and, and getting some really really nice stuff. I I just love the Japanese product. It's, even the commons and uncommons. If you see one that's like slightly off center, I mean that's just so rare. So we're we're talking hidden fates, shining fates. They they all seem to be back down to MSRP. So how long are you going to spend your keeping your money into them? You know, I know truck. You're you're interested in a year, maybe more. What yeah, are your thoughts. I'm, I'm I'm hoping to at least do a three up on them. So I mean, I'll wait three, four years. I mean, I'm not worried about it. The bills are all paid off. Hmm. You no, know, it's not like I'm got it on credit cards where I'm paying interest or like that. It's just. If it sits there, and then when it sells, that's when I you know, claim the purchases on taxes. So I'm good holding it. Truck is very patient. Yeah, unlike, I did, I did unlike most patience. of us. <laughs> Except for when it yeah. came to Hidden Fate, and I opened up 800 packs because I didn't get a single Charizard. Wow. I, I still can't problem. believe that. That's a lot of pack cracking. And to not get mm-hmm. one in 800 packs is just unbelievable to me. Well, I, I, can't, I cracked 72 packs and got two. Well, oh I guess you guys are evening things out. Oh, I need some of your love. <laughs> I, did get gold, I did get that gold Volt Orb today. Yeah, I saw that. That looks pretty, that. Those European packs are just juiced bacon. It's about about time. They've been horrible for a few years. Alora, what are you thinking right now? Short-term, long-term? Uh, are you going to hold these for a while? Well, a- anything that I've already bought, yeah, I'm holding, but I'm not touching Shining Fates until I start to see market movement, but as I said previously, I, I don't trust Pokemon to not just suddenly around this fall just to send out another huge wave. I, I just don't. Even even 2022, I, it certainly is possible for them to just dump more on the market because they literally printed a metric ton of it. Well, there is actually another wave coming, right? They announced that it was being rolled out in three parts, and we just had the second wave. So the first one was didn't the, the first one was around thirty percent. Then the second wave was like a tsunami; it was around fifty percent. And then there's one more very small wave coming after that. I, I can't keep track of the waves of every single product. It's it's too much right now. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I remember, they have all those extra packs that they print and keep in their warehouses for ancillary right. product later and. That that's how they yep. managed to do like reprints of Evo and whatnot. You know, six seven years later. Well, I I think it, sure in regards to the long term hold, long term hold is always fine. It's it's always stable. You're not going to lose out long term. 
I wouldn't really be looking to do anything until probably the next, um, the 25th anniversary when that comes out. That's they're going to reinvigorate whatever is currently down at the moment. So when things reinvigorate, people crack more packs, prices go up. So probably just sit for three months in the in the short term. All right. So so one of the th- one of the products that um, was really well hyped here on our channel was was Battle Styles. In fact, uh, this is the only one that I've actually I'm holding a, a box of right now. So I've got a, a Battle Styles box, but We've got a second wave that just came out. Was this product up to what we believed or not? Uh, I'll let Truck take this one because it's. I think it's related to competitive play most of all. Those those new play styles with you know that's what is making that's what keeps this invigorated and they've those into everything since then. And from playing you know the online Pokemon game, I still play it on my iPad once in a while just to keep keep an eye on what's going on and how people are playing and what they're using in decks. And people love them, and they destroy me all the time. I am horrible at that game. I wish I was better at it, but yeah, I suck so bad. But I still play just so I can watch the thing. So I think that the cards are, will do well long term. Especially since that's going to be the first set where these new game mechanics came into play. But I, I think we're going to have probably a good six to eight months where kind of stagnant or, you know, just, just hovering right around what you paid for them. Okay. So we're, we're looking at maybe this fall or, or next spring before we should even look to start getting out on them. So this is going to be a really long-term hold. What's our number on, on boxes and the, the ETBs to be able to get in on them right now? Well, you can easily get the boxes. I mean, so. I actually was at Walmart, and, and I actually saw the Battle Styles ETBs sitting on the shelf. I mean, it's, it's not as big of a frenzy. I mean, all the sports stuff and the Yu-Gi-Oh! is still gone off the shelves, mm-hmm. but you still occasionally see a few ETBs, maybe some loose packs or those garbage mm-hmm. little tiny mini tins. Mm-hmm. That's about all you're going to find still, but yeah. I think I think fifty. If if you got in at fifty on the battle styles ETBs, I think that in under a year you'll probably be able to sell them for seventy five, be a hundred. It depends. After fees or before fees? I'm I'm thinking uh, before fees. Okay. Well, Laura, what are your thoughts on battle styles? Just like shining fates, I'm I'm not touching it for a little bit because you know it, there's just so much downward pressure on it because just with everything that's happening. And it was not the most well-received set. There were some collectible cards in it, but everyone got them because there was just so much out there. And Hmm. just there's, if you can get it at 90, I think you can probably get it at 90 for the next six months. And then it's going to... The booster boxes, right? Yeah, the booster boxes. So once, once those get above back above 125 then then you can consider selling but your profit is still pretty minimal so i mean i i'd I'd simply be very you know hesitant to touch that right now because there are just so many other things that you can buy especially with chilling rain coming the ev heroes etc like there are so many other things that you can do right now like put your money into other things and then wait until battle styles finally has started to uptick and and then you can buy like there's no point in spending money now and uh, i know europe is crushed on them too like they're just just stagnant 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 just they're just sitting and dropping lower and just nobody's buying them i was wondering why we were all so down in the dumps right now and you know 
we're two, we're three sets in, and and it's just like don't don't buy them, don't buy them, don't sell them, don't do anything. Well, there's got to be a set out there that we are excited for, but we still have to talk about Vivid Voltage. I got to be real honest. I sold out of my packs of Vivid Voltage uh, about two weeks ago. There's um, actually a very good comparison between Vivid Voltage and Battle Styles. If you look at uh, climate release allocation price points it's, it's real I, I've, I've been doing a little bit of kind of a case study between the two just because i i'm i'm probably one of the few people who, on the other side of the fence of buying battle styles even though i hate it and it's a horrible experience to open and i don't like the card in the set there's there's nothing that i can think of as a positive other than how cheap it is to to buy it it, it reminds me of truck's relationship with steam sheet the steam siege <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a similar type of concept I know, I know, you still hate that set, but it's it's worth money. So, but I I'm watching very closely. I'm waiting for someone like MVP to just do a massive dump of the boxes and take a loss and then sell them like ten percent under wholesale. Someone someone is going to do it very quickly because we're coming up to chilling rain and getting ready for Q3, and there's just going to be a huge buying opportunity. And as soon as that opportunity arises, I'm just jumping on it because I want to have as much of that for long term holds. Because I just don't think you're ever going to get a box that cheap. Yeah, oh, well, don't, don't sleep on hills because when when it comes to dumping stuff that they don't have confidence in, they are the first ones that will drop it down to just crazy low prices. Yeah, like well, it's 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 on my watch list, and as soon as it is at that crazy dump low price, I'm just going to buy as much as I can and stick it in storage. Well, I, I I do agree with you on that, Bacon, but I just think that you really need to you know exercise caution with buying and then realizing that it's not going to move for the next six months. Like, oh yeah, will, it's, it's will two be, to three years. Yeah, there will be tons of opportunities, like tons of opportunities. So I wouldn't even really be that concerned with at the moment touching it. So just just wait, and then then you'll get an opportunity, then you can buy, and just I wouldn't even worry. So I just did check hills prices right now. So you can get the battle styles ETBs for $35. You can get the cases for wow. 350. You can get the build and battle cases which of course there's no Charizard or Pikachu as a promo so they're $200. So $20 per build and battle kit. So yeah, I'm, prices I'm, I'm, are just dirt yeah, yeah, on, on them. Insane. Yeah, they have, they never have free shipping though. That's the one re- that's the one thing that gets yeah, a little just, it's fine though. You can just buy in bulk, but yeah, I mean, just as you see, prices are generally just low, so avoid until they start seeing movement. Yeah, I'm holding on for that three hundred dollar price point on the case. As soon as I see that, I'm gonna get a couple of cases. Wow. All right. So, Vivid Voltage. There's news of a of a reprint coming. What do you think is gonna happen? It's unfortunate. I love that set so much. It was so valuable. It- I think it's yeah. going to get all gobbled up by people like us that are just going to grab it and hold on to it and wait for the my pun, but all the Timmies to hurry up and grab it and sell them as fast as they can at a lower price. Yeah, yeah. Like we we kind of first, I think almost everyone in the Discord slept on uh, Vivid Voltage. There might have been two or three people who were telling to buy, 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 but, but none of us did. And I was one of the ones that didn't buy it and believe in it. And I didn't buy it, and then it went up, and then it went up, and then it went up some more, and it kept going up, and the price point nearly got to 300 euro a box in Ireland, which was insane. I think wow. it's now down back to about 150, just because um, there is allocation now back out. But still, the, the box is just worth so much money. There's so much value in them. The amazing rares are going to continue to rise in mm-hmm. popularity and in value. So that that is my, in my opinion, it is the most recent modern product that's a slam dunk. 
well. So with Vivid Voltage, the price was hovering around 250 and then there was a small reprint in April, and then that dropped prices pretty quickly down to like 190 and then they've slowly dropped to 180 where they're sitting right now. Uh, I actually sold six boxes at 184 about this past week once I heard of the reprint, and you know they sold within a few days. So I was just trying to sell out part of my position just because I was going to get the little profit that I did, and then I'll just redeploy that on the cheaper boxes. I, you know, MVP had boxes at 110 if you bought six, so I just restocked my case, and I figured that that was the best use of my money and my time is just sell those boxes and rebuy lower and you know not wait for the price to drop even more but i know it will and i think probably 150 maybe 140 right around the actual msrp of the product i think will be the low just it just really depends on how much is absorbed and how much people are willing to buy but if people are willing to buy at 180 knowing that there is a reprint coming then that shows that there still is demand so I, I look at it as it was when you were first shipping me product over here when i was selling it um on for you and i think at the time those those boxes were in that 125 to 140 range and over here they were 250 yep um, so there was such a massive discrepancy but it was only because of the availability literal zero product here and flooded over there our product is now currently flooded over here and yours is slowly dwindling away, but now you have the reprint, but the reprint isn't really confirmed to be hitting us hard over here. So it'll gotcha. be the same thing again. I'll probably be jumping back into the States for the reprint oh, boy. and uh, doing the old back and forth with DHL and seeing where we end up. Right. Hmm. Wow. Just the arbitrage on some of this stuff is, is unbelievable to me. And, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, Vivid Gold was such a people, nobody, nobody ordered anything. Nobody pre-ordered it. Right. And that, that was the first set that... I didn't get to open a single pack because my LGS owner didn't order anything either and just offered me insane amounts of money for me to just give him. I, I sold all four cases to him, and I didn't have to do a damn thing. It was wonderful. Wow. Nice. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I mean, if you can sell sell sealed locally rather than having to deal with mm-hmm. online fees. And yeah, he paid me cash. It was great. Yeah, there you go. Wow. All right. So there's got to be some good news at some point. What about Sun and Moon? What's going on there? Yeah, I'm, so, not, I'm not talking now with a ten foot pole. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's no good news so far. No good. No, news. No, no. I mean, this is. I mean, it's it's not good news if you had invested in them, which I know some people had. But basically, we expect a pretty large supply of base Sun and Moon ETBs. And I bought a case from, and they're already on the market now. Our we already got them from MVP. So I I bought a case and. With this reprint, I highly doubt we'll see any other reprint of these ETBs, but this really convinced me that we will see future ETB reprints, specifically Sword and Shield Base, specifically any of those other sets from Sun and Moon or Sword and Shield, which they printed a ton of. And, you know, they I'm sure they have tons of those packs in their warehouses. So seeing this is kind of like, oh no, anybody who invested in those and Still has some, should probably sell them as soon as possible because yeah, I, I I cracked. I think I had like six hundred packs. I cracked them all. all right, which which is the ETB? Uh, is it it's, a specific artwork? It's both. It's the it's both of the Sun and Moon base artworks. Wow. All right. So long term play, we're going to buy these at fifty. 
and oh, hold on to them. They've been at 40. People have been selling oh. them at 40, yeah. Mm. All right, so you buy them at 40, but truck's not touching them. You're looking at, what, two, three years for these to go up? Oh, uh, well, either that or you just ship them to Europe where they're currently 110 euro. <laughs> oh, my god. Exactly. See, yeah, the, uh, the, re- the reprint's not really hitting us. Yeah, it's not hitting us, the reprint. So feel free to uh, load up and ship them over here. And then I can have the product sit there for a month and then not sell and then ship it back here, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, 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 that was a very vulture special. <laughs> All right. So there has to be some good news out there. All right. We've got a new product coming out called Chilling Rain. What's going on here? Well, the good news is is uh, Evolution is not the 25th anniversary. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's like unofficially but officially confirmed to be Neo reprint. So basically it's like these mini packs is from what I've heard. It's not like a real 15 or whatever. It, 11 I think card there's, pack, there's two packs, right? I, I think there's a mini and another one. There's two types. Yeah, that's right. Sorry to derail the chilling rain topic. Uh, so, all right. So there's... There's a couple of different products with Chilling Rain. There's the mini pack and the regular pack, and you can buy into either one. No, no, I think I think Bacon is specifically referring to the 25th anniversary, which is yeah, the 25th anniversary set. one is like that. Chilling, Chilling Rain is going to be just like regular stuff, but it's very, very popular. That's that's the Japanese one that I'm cracking right now, where I because the Japanese one is split into two sets, combine most of them into one set for the USA release. Okay, I'm not tracking. So we're talking about the 25th. 25th anniversary set right now. Yeah, that's, that's my bad. I, I derailed. We should have been talking about Chilling Rain. I, I jumped to the next set after that. Okay. So, so what, what, what let's we're talk about talk- Chilling Rain. Yes. Chilling Rain. Allocations. How are they? Horrible. Well, very, very low. Yeah, from everything that we've heard from uh, from our local stores, from distros, etc., other connections, it's pretty bad. Like, one of our stores in here said they were getting... I think Bacon calculated out to like five percent of what they actually asked for. That yeah, was I, real, I, real I, asked, I, I asked for. Four, I only asked for my normal four cases from GTS. I'm only getting one. Oh, yeah, the average the average ratio is seven and a half percent for a main store of what they asked for. Okay, so so why are allocations so bad? Clearly it's not just... allocations. I think it's the wave. You're getting what you ask for, but it's just not coming to the second wave. So what what's going on with the first wave? Is it just that slow they, of a print? They, they, they wanted to get it out as fast as they could to meet their deadline, but they don't have a. Oh, you. That's what they do in waves. So you only get a certain percentage of it. But you'll. I mean, I'll still get my entire order, but I'm not getting all of it on release. You know, be, before release, like I like to. It's also a marketing plan because if they do the small release initially, it builds the hype, and then all of a sudden the big tsunami of the second wave comes in, and everyone's right. just there with their wallets waiting to pay. Right. Yeah, that's true. Seems smart to me. So, just a slight clarification on Chilling Rain prices, from what I have noted, is that they're actually really close to MSRP right now. They're about one forty-two. And from the last time I looked, like a third of the product that was listed at that price is gone. So this is just pre-orders on TCG. So there were like over 300 listed from one vendor and then a couple other vendors combined. And now those vendors have about 200. So there's like significant amount of that product through pre-sales is gone already. So... I really don't know how to take that, and I just don't know when release happens. If like what will happen with prices, because there are some pretty big walls of fifty plus copies from different vendors already. So it's just it's hard to know if 
you know, I, I always want to I always want to jump in and do pre-orders for the stuff that I know I'm going to order, but because of my history with getting stuff from Pokemon and the allocation changes, I, I'm just terrified that I'm going to say, okay, well, I ordered this much. All of a sudden, I only get this much, and then I'm screwed. So allocations are low. We will eventually get our full allocations, but right now the hype is there. Uh, people love the the Japanese equivalent sets and very much. Yeah. So what are we going to do here? We're we're going to try and buy in at what one twenty, one ten. Well, so pre order prices were actually significantly higher than oh. than they've been because. It turns out that distros are raising the prices for their product to every purchaser. So our LGSs and other people have con- have confirmed that their buy-in prices, which were normally around 80, have gone up. And because the, the distros know the product's hot, they know it's going to sell. So they know that they can charge a higher price and it, it will still all be gone. So the cheapest really that you could ever get for Chilling Rain was 100. So... Hmm. For, for, for GTS, my normal was 83, and it's 97 for Chilling Rain. Well, I think you're, uh, depending on the size of... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty small, but, exactly. you know... Exactly, so the people who are ordering hundreds and hundreds of cases, or even just a little less than that, their, their prices, they get, obviously, a bigger discount, but just in general, like, the cheapest I was able to find, and this was on MVP just because of my spend and discount, was 90 and so my average spend on those on the boxes is 95 because I did buy some at 100 as well. Wow, it's not bad. So if you can find them for cheap, great, get in on them. It's it's a pretty hype set, you know. And this seems like the like the kind of thing that we almost want to get into, you know, and be able to to get things moving on. Yeah, the car the cards are some of the cards are absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I've been I've really been more. having fun cracking the Japanese ones. Yeah, all I want is that gold Snorlax, and I'll I'll be a happy man. <laughs> yeah, I'm still hoping I'm going to get that one. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on the second companion. I forgot which one is which, but the first set that I opened is not the one that had uh, gold Snorlax. That's the uh, other one that I'm working on now. All right, so Chilling Rain seems to be one of those things that we want to be able to find and be able to get in on. We've we have an anticipated set called Eevee Heroes that's coming out. Very highly anticipated. What's going on with the global market with Eevee Heroes? Impossible uh, to find. Really? Not exactly true, but yes, it is very, very difficult to find. So basically, when it was announced, it, I mean, Eevee is just universally loved as a Pokemon and the Eeveelutions, but the Pokemon Center Japan site literally crashed because of all the bots that were trying to get the product. And this was the first time that it's ever happened. So they instituted a lottery for the product. And basically, the majority of people were unable to get the product that were that normally expect to and can normally get any product. But I've been scoping out Japan along with uh, another guy in the Discord, and basically the product is pretty plentiful there, but it's still much more expensive than it should be. So normal price on a regular booster box is like 50 and now it's going for around... 85 to 90 just depending and then there's the special gym box or whatever you want to call it which is going for like 450 plus dollars and on release that's just crazy because these are normally available to get around 100 bucks and that's just completely normal can always get them but people just love eevee and it has a special promo that is just 
like 150 bucks plus in and of itself. So people are just going crazy for it. And that, that promo, because so many people are going to keep those sealed, promo is going to skyrocket if you got one. Wow. I, I, I don't think that's going to, I think a year from now, that promo is going to be 400 bucks. Wow. It's pretty impressive. So we definitely want to be on the lookout for the EV heroes. If we can find them in shop, uh, can you find them in shop? No, no. It's, it's a Japanese thing. We have a we have a Discord member. I forgot who it was that uh, had some. I don't know if he still has some, but oh, he, had, he had a he had a good price on them too. Yeah, he he was getting them from from Japan, and uh, I mean he was around a hundred bucks a box, which is a pretty decent price. So yeah, wow, that's that's pretty impressive. All right, so we have a uh, we have a set, an, another set coming out that was spoiled today. Evolving Skies. There's some letters and a number here that I have no idea what they mean. But tell me yeah. about it. I so, didn't even know there was a new set. So someone tell me as well. Yeah, that that just means a, a Sword and Shield seven. So it's the seventh set released in in the Sword and Shield block, basically. So Dragon Pokemon are coming back hmm. to to Pokemon, and because they had been put on hold for a while, and they actually revealed, and I did post it in Pallet Town, I believe, in our Discord, just our general Pokemon mm. channel, and they revealed the Rayquaza and the Dragonite. And there are also some uh, Duraludon and definitely a few other cards. The Japanese set is Skystream and Towering Perfection. So they've basically spoiled the, the list of what's going to be in that set, in the Japanese set. And so we can generally assume that those cards are going to be in the English set. And for, for for people who didn't know, I think I mentioned it before, but the Japanese sets are usually, they usually do like a companion set and it'd be, you know, this one and this one, they both come at the same time, two different booster boxes. And then majority of those cards end up in the U.S. version. And sometimes we get exclusives, but it's not very common for us to get the exclusive. And so there there are some really silver linings amongst the storm clouds that we're seeing in Pokemon right now. The the silver lining seemed to be being able to have arbitrage partners set up, you know, being able to get things from Japan to the US, being able to get things in the US and send them to to Europe, being able to locate some of these low-priced graded cards that are coming out even now and be able to turn them over in a year or two. That that seems pretty reasonable to me. Uh, the market is going to dry up on this, but it's just going to take some time. Well, um, one thing I'll also mention, I, I know we've talked before in previous casts about how the reason why a lot of Japanese stuff is only for collectors here in the U.S. because you can't play because of the different back. I've noticed that prices are better on the Korean versions of the cards because they have the English back and are tournament legal in the U.S. Oh, well, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd throw that in there. I've been meaning to say something about it, but so my memory. Truck, elaborate a little bit for me right now. You're our you're our play specialist here in the Discord. Is uh, in person play picking up right now? Yeah, there's uh, like even around here, the the LGS that I normally sell stuff to or buy, you know, go and do tournaments and stuff like that for Magic. They're picking back up. They're opening up Commander again, but they're they're being very specific about it. You have to show. Add your vaccinations if you want to come in and play. They're they're not playing around. The guys mm-hmm. just doesn't want to deal with anything. But yeah, they're they're opening up Pokemon uh, competitive play again, starting with the Chilling Rain pre-release. So they're gonna have 
you know, the build and battle boxes where you get those and you, you build your deck and with the energy that they have in the shop and they're getting ready to start building that back up again. And I, I was talking to him about it yesterday and he had 40 slots available for first play time and all of those were gone except for one. And the second, the second spot he had with, also with 40 because just his play, you know, the area that he has. Uh, he has three or he had three or four spots left open, and then it'll be completely full, and it, it filled up fast. That's what it's been sounding like for a lot of things in a lot of different stores, at least those that are opening up. The spots are filling up quickly, but is competitive play really picking up? Is is my next question. Is there going to be a national I, I level think, of, of play? I think it's just coming back, and Pokemon does a great job of supporting like the league play and you know the championships and all that. They give some decent prizes and. They've never wavered on that ever since uh, Wizards done with their contract. They've been big on that, like all the different promos you see, like the first place promos. And I mean, I'm sure you've seen some of you have seen some of those cards and, and they've never backed off on that one bit. They're they're offering prizes for stores that open the pre-release things in the tournaments. You know, I'm, I'm just excited to see what's going to happen next. You know, especially with Pokemon, I've I'm always one willing to learn something new and willing to try something new. And I struggle with Pokemon because I just I've never played the game and I don't understand what the hype if, is about. But if you get a chance, get down download the if you have a computer, even you can download that on your computer. Just set up an account. You get some free decks to start out with to play. Or I mean, all of us probably have a big stack of code cards. You know, scan a few of them <laughs> in using your webcam. <laughs> When you set up an account and then open up the packs and by changing your decks around, just just play the computer a little bit and get an idea about, you know, what does what. It's, it's actually a lot of fun. All right. Maybe it's something more to try in the future. So give me your quick rundown. We've had a lot of, of down moments. We've had a lot of exciting things happening in Pokemon. But give me a quick rundown. What do you hope is going to happen in the next six months with Pokemon? Bacon. The next six months. Don't really think there's going to be a big difference to what's happening now, except for more people panicking that they're they're going to lose money on their investments. And that puts us in a great position to be able to to buy in. Yeah, like depending on how you set up your kind of personal business yeah. model from when this all began exploding around May June last year. So basically a year year ago. Like if if you went in like. All the, all the graded game trying to sell at eBay, trying to chase those premium vintage cards. You, you, they're the ones who are going to get hit the heaviest because they've been playing in a, in a market that was artificially inflated, I suppose is the way to, to kind of put it. But everyone else that was playing on the lower end, so more towards modern, that was where the natural demand was. So like for myself, I, I haven't changed. I've been doing raw singles and sealed product. And then when the sealed product slowed down, I just continued doing raw seat, raw sales. So mine hasn't changed because I focus mainly on on modern modern era cards and just trying to get in, trying to buy in at the lowest price point, trying to sell sell on the low as well. But because doing it between two different markets, there is like anywhere from twenty five to like hundred percent profit margins on each card. So for me, I'm just going to keep doing what I do. It sounds great. Sounds really good. Well, Laurel, what are your thoughts on the next six months? What what are you going to put money into? Where are you gonna Where are you gonna focus your energies? Well, I already have uh, twenty boxes of Chilling Rain pre-ordered, just because I was able to you know, use MVP, etc., to to get some product. And my goal is to basically out the majority of it immediately, just you know, based off of 
pipe and then just kind of see where the market's at in a, in a week or two just to see how much product actually gets absorbed. And then just from there, I'll either hold the last probably case and then just really go from there because I think that at this point in time, you kind of have to just move really quickly or you move super slowly. So it's either buy and then sell immediately for whatever profit you can, which recently for me has been about 30%. And then it's either that or just hold on to the product for the long term, which at this point in time for me just doesn't really work just because of lack of storage space and uh, <laughs> the wife not being very happy with how much stuff is coming in. But just it's basically, for me, selling as quickly as possible for the 20 to 30% that I can and then just move on, not even worry about uh, doing really anything else. Sounds pretty good. Truck, I know you've always got a plan and you've always got something in your hat ready to ready to rip and roll through. What are your thoughts for the next six months in Pokemon? For the next six months, as people who have cracked open all these boxes, like the gift boxes and all those things, my main focus is going to be looking for giant bricks of promos that I can hoard onto and hold on for a very long period of time, along with my normal stuff, you know, just buying you know, a couple cases of the sealed stuff from each new set. And if I can out them right away at a profit, I'm happy to do so. And if I can't, then I'm more than willing to crack them and sell the singles. That just means more work. I mean, that's it's just wash, rinse, repeat. And the thing that I'm hoping for most is that all these Walmart and Target scalpers that thought <laughs> that they were going to become rich from Pokemon finally go get a job so that I can go back to going to Sam's Club and Walmart and buying a whole pallet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I myself am, am holding everything that I've got right now. I think I've got a couple. I think I got a box of battle styles. Uh, I think I got a couple of ETBs. I'm just holding everything in storage until the fall. And then we're going to open up the boxes and see what's there and crack some stuff and leave some stuff and maybe, maybe just sell it and move on. But I want to thank you guys for taking the evening. I know that I know that it's running late for bacon. Maybe we'll hang out after the end of this cast. But I want to thank you for taking your time this evening to be able to come and join us and discuss Pokemon Finance, be able to discuss the things that matter to us, is making money, doing what we love. And we love being able to buy and sell Magic the Gathering and Pokemon cards and Flesh and Blood and Sneakers and Top Shot and whatever else we can come up with to make a little bit extra money. So I want to thank our beautiful resources tonight. Bacon, love to have you on always. Aloro, you are one of the most well-respected guys in the in the uh, Discord and truck. It's always fun talking with you. I I got to be real honest. It's it's thank never a dull moment. So thank you for taking your evening, and I hope you I hope you've enjoyed our cast, and we'll join us again next time. Yes, thank you, everybody. Thanks. Cheers, guys. Bye.